0: Hey, hey. <laughs> yo. Uh, this is gonna be a quick one. We we want to go back to sleep. yeah. <laughs> Good morning, fellow haters. Good morning, haters. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I am in Nashville right now. I have a trial starting on Tuesday and i very spontaneously bought beyonce tickets last night and um i am almost died i did almost die i'm so tired um so my voice might be a little curiously curiously right now it was so fun i say this at the end of like every concert i go to i'll be like oh my god that was the best concert i've ever been to but no miss girl knows how to put on a show um this was my first solo concert ever and um it was I was very anxious going into it because I was like sitting in my hotel room and I could like feel the anxiety and I was like no girlfriend you're going to have a good time you're going to have a good time and um all the people who were sitting around me also were there by themselves and um I don't know it was it was kind of nice the dude beside me Like, when he first sat down, he's like, when is she supposed to come on? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. And then, um, like, as the night went on, like, both of us were kind of, like, dancing together and, like, having a lot of fun. And he was, like, a huge fan of Beyonce. So he was like, oh, my God, this is my favorite song. So we were, like, dancing together and having a good time. So it worked out. And, um, yeah, at the beginning of the show, so I had bought my ticket on Friday. And so I was like, well, girl, I can't just show up in anything. I got to, I got to stunt i gotta serve see you next tuesday tomorrow Mm -hmm. i cannot just show up in some casual civilian clothing so i went shopping and i bought like these five inch wedges which i have to say i didn't even try them on in the store they're very comfortable to walk in they're very easy to walk in but um when i was walking to the venue i i don't know what happened but i like walked into like a divot in the sidewalk and I went down and um I really messed up my knee and I hear Farah,
0: poor little girl (laughs) (laughs) she's stuck in my room
1: right now and um I like it was bleeding like crazy right now it's still like oozing and goozing this very second yeah and it's very bruised right now too but you know what I fell in front of a whole bunch of people, and not a single person asked me if I was okay. It was very awkward falling sounds, down. Like, I was right. I was down, and I got myself up as quickly as possible, and I, like, had to go to first aid and everything. But you know what? I'm a nice person. Um, when I was walking back to my hotel after the concert, another girl fell down, and I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I, I was like, do you need a Band-Aid? I have another one. So, like, where were those people for me? Where are you? what What is it? And no one's gonna help
0: her, And no
1: and one's no gonna one's help gonna her help her. All right, um
0: what's going on in your life, bestie? How are you? Yeah, I canceled recording on Friday because I got in a fight with the uh, old hag that hires me for my dance Tru- class. <laughs> Truly oh, bless you. Bless you. <laughs>
1: Truly, her first name um, is old, and her last name is Hag because that's what she is.
0: Not for real. Um, she just wanted to act crazy, and I'm like, I'm not the one. I still, you know, responded professionally, but it was just a lot, and I felt really overwhelmed. Um, and then being at my retail job didn't make it any better, so I was just like bummed out. And then Saturday morning, just could not wake up. I could barely wake up today, but I felt bad. I don't know if I'm getting sick or something, but like definitely like coughing every time I mean, you know I cough every time mm-hmm. I wake up, but it's like hacking.
1: I told Gab- um, I told Gabby I said, I can always tell when this girl wakes up because the first I hear. <coughs> yeah. Calvin what can I Calvin say? Calvin sent me a TikTok and it was so funny. It was like P O V You're you're sleeping but your dad is getting ready in the bathroom for work and it's like (coughs) (coughs) like (laughs) I didn't know that was a universal thing but yeah wow why do they they need to be doing all that for I'm dad you
0: are dad but yeah so yeah I've just been stressing working trying to find um Quick ways to make extra cash because this dance lady kind of screwed me over in a way. Majorly. Uh Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to break out my contract because she's just doing too much. Mm -hmm. Well, alright, let's
1: get started. This week, because obviously the movie of the year is coming out um, this week. And if I was in D.C., we would be seeing it on the 19th, but unfortunately, I have to be in trial, so rest assured, I will be flying back exclusively to see the Barbie movie, so we will be talking about her soon. But this week, we wanted to talk about Barbenheimer, and Mm -hmm. Gabby, you came up with the structure for this one, so you want to say how we're going to break this down?
0: Yeah, I guess because people are going to be comparing the two after this weekend, talking about, like, the actual movies, comparing them. I wanted to do a little research into the production of each um, movie, and not necessarily saying one is better than the other, comparing them, like, good versus evil, but definitely just, like, comparing their process in the production of it um and how that how we kind of expect that to lead into the actual film and they're comparing them then so i kind of assigned we didn't want to like have one person strictly barbie and one person strictly oppenheimer so we kind of nobody wanted to do oppenheimer uh, (laughs) yeah true because so we kind of like did um every other one we did like we we're looking at costuming we're looking at sets we're looking at soundtrack we're looking at casting we're looking at props and marketing so I have we'll get into a little bit of
1: I have to say the funny thing is because I was trying to do research because I didn't just want to do it like off the top of my head because I don't know that much about Oppenheimer and I would look up like Barbie casting and it'd be like a whole article that's like 20,000 pages and then you look up like yep. Oppenheimer soundtrack, and it's like, there's a soundtrack, and I'm like, oh, yep. can I get a little more than that? So it might be very brief yep. on Oppenheimer, but we're gonna do the best we can.
0: That's exactly how what I was gonna say about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Wait, did you do the bar, uh, Oppenheimer soundtrack? I I w- was knew? just giving an example. Oh okay.
1: Um. So let's jump on into it. You want to get us started
0: with costuming? Sure. So, like Chloe said, this was, like, a huge Vogue article. <laughs> um, obviously, they they had different articles. This one was specifically talking uh, to Jacqueline uh, Duran, the um, um, costume designer. So, this is a Vogue article by Amel Mukhtar that I'm mostly referencing. And it's named uh, Barbie Costume Designer Jacqueline Duran on Vintage Chanel, Ken's Pants, and Styling the Film of the Summer. So, a couple of things. Jacqueline Duran, uh, she usually works on period dramas. She's done Pride and Prejudice, Atonement. um, And this is the second time she's working with Miss Greta Gerwig. The first time was on a collaboration with Little Women.
1: Mm. And she won an Oscar uh, for that. she
0: won an Oscar for, yep. So... Duran drew a lot of inspirations from 1950s, 1960s um, for like a retro twist on the Beach Babe Malibu Barbie look since we have seen clips and pictures. A lot of it takes set on beach or near the beach. Um, All of the costumes in Barbie Land were... um, fit into 15 color combinations lavenders bright blues light blue green orange beige uh pink obviously yellow so a lot of those kind of intertwined but never really like expanded too far from (coughs) uh they bought a lot of the clothes in london they were every day going out and buying stuff uh they had like a rigorous chart of color combinations to refer to and they only had 11 weeks to create everything mm-hmm. and they still had to create things as they were filming like apparently uh, Ryan Gosling randomly was like I think Ken should have Ken branded boxers <laughs> and they were like okay and they made them like, like really quick you casually got it. just like threw them on there um, and then at the end of this article Um, they were kind of talking about how Ken was kind of an afterthought and there's a quote from Duran saying no one cares about Ken everybody just wants to play with Barbie he matches Barbie and changes too but he has very very many less options which is kind of funny because with the marketing and uh, trailers of the Barbie movie we see how Ken feels like a background character Mm -hmm. so it's almost like in the production, he was a background character, and in the film as well, he is just a plus one to Barbie. Yeah. Um, the final bit from this, um, she actually pulled a lot from Chanel's archives. Um, things like suits, beachwear, sportswear, and accessories. A lot of like 1980s pieces, um, especially like during the real world section. I would love to. Be, oh my god. Be just like dressed in a w- Chanel archive I want
1: the entire thing
0: yeah so yeah my personal opinions about the Barbie costuming it looks so sleigh mm-hmm. so girl boss um, I'm really excited to see like these pieces like move and the story they'll tell with like the characters and how like Barbie goes from like like at least in the trailer we see Barbie and like in barbie land kind of like modest kind of like early 50s housewife look and then we see her in the real world and cowboy and roller blade. 80s rollerblades yeah so it's like i'm excited to see how that development goes along with her character development mm-hmm. yeah i have
1: to say so i i I've known about the Barbie movie, like, just the existence of it for a while because, obviously, I'm a huge Letterboxd girly, and I would go through um, the anticipated movies feature, and it's always, like, a bunch of random movies, and I'm like, is that actually ever gonna happen? And one of them was the Barbie movie, and I was like, huh, that's crazy, and then we finally got, like, that teaser shot of her, like, in the car, where she's like hanging over and she's got the striped one on and then it was like last summer when they were filming in LA like on the streets and you see like the rollerblade costume and the cowboy costume and I was like oh my god I cannot wait for this movie like I think that's when everybody started to get really hyped up because we were like yeah Yeah. that is Barbie like that is giving Barbie that is That is our Barbie this generation's Barbie and I'm gonna be referencing this video a ton and I'll definitely get into it more when you start talking about the set but the architectural digest video they have going Mm -hmm. into, like, the dream house in Barbie land, like, the, um, wardrobe part, oh my god, there's obviously a ton, a ton, a ton of Chanel in this movie, and it's just stunning, like, I don't know why I didn't expect that, but, like, they're going over, and she's got, like, a bunch of Chanel bags, and I'm like, of course Barbie would be living in luxury and have all this, yeah, And I also have to shout out um, this one YouTuber, her name is Makara Tours, and I've been watching her for a couple years. She's an excellent, excellent, excellent seamstress, like crazy. And even before the Barbie movie, every Christmas she makes one of the Barbie holiday dresses and she's just crazy talented. Like she can just look at it, doesn't even need a pattern or anything like that, and can just make these gorgeous gowns, gorgeous costumes. So anytime like a Barbie costume from the movie has been leaked or anything like that, that girl busts it out. So go check her out. Like she's really great at remaking these. Now let's switch over to Popenheimer. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Gabby, as as we were saying, Gabby just referenced an incredible Vogue article that gave you all the details. Do you know where I got my information from? Dress up party costume party com. How to dress up like Oppenheimer for Halloween. Like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny thing to read because it was like, um, yeah, this is 1940s. And then it was like, you want to dress like a dapper gentleman. And they're like, we're talking blazers, we're talking fedoras, and we're talking pipes. And maybe a three-piece suit, too. And then it even had, like, how to act like Oppenheimer at a costume party. And I was like, boy, I don't care. So, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, lots of, like, neutral colors. These are, like, professional dudes making atomic bombs. Scientists. Um, yeah. Albert Einstein core. Um, Then I tried to look up, like, <laughs> well, what are the ladies wearing in this movie? Because we know there's at least a few of them in there and all that came up was like exclusive leaked emily blunt behind the scenes photos and i'm like okay well that doesn't answer anything hi Farrah. do you have anything to say about poppenheimer she does not she said it's things <laughs> so yeah that's that's all i can say about oppenheimer costuming because that's it nothing too special
0: Yeah, it'd be like that.
1: Yeah. Um... I guess I can... Do you want me to get into casting first, or...? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so, yeah. Casting, I I won't be able to reference any of the articles I got these from, because I didn't write it down. But, um... Huge, huge, huge article. And you sent me two tidbits that you wanted me to add to this, and I forgot to, so you're just gonna have to say them. Um... Okay. So... um, Barbie has been in production for a very, very long time. Like this is a project that it's been around a while and we never actually thought it'd see the light of day. So I want to say it originally got like greenlit back in 2009. So it's been through several hands. And I think it really ended up in the right hands of Greta Gerwig because she just obviously really cares about this project and has put a lot of effort into it. I was watching her Letterboxd interview the other day where she was talking about like all the films that inspired it and it was it was crazy stuff even just like oh I watched this movie from like 1933 and the way they shot this one scene really inspired me like she's pulling from very many places just to make this movie um so originally like Amy Schumer was supposed to be Barbie which no 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 I no
0: that would have been I would have never
1: watched the movie so
0: yeah
1: yeah um so obviously we have miss margot robbie and she is barbie i've heard so many people be like she doesn't she's not giving barbie are you kidding me
0: are you kidding me i heard i heard someone say that she looked too old to be Barbie. No. Which first of all no the woman is gorgeous no and second of all she doesn't look old no like obviously she looks mature but it's not like
1: yeah, and Barbie is not, not giving... 18-year-old. Like Barbie's not giving 18. She's giving grown woman. The girl is an astronaut. Yeah. She, no teenager's yeah. gonna do that. So... Right. um For Margot Robbie, like, when she first signed on to this film, like, casting the Barbies was a huge, huge piece of importance for her. And she really wanted, like, a diverse range of Barbies. She didn't just want the typical blonde, white female. So, you can absolutely, absolutely see this in this cast, so um, Ryan Gosling, he actually, he originally didn't want to do this, but then I heard this the other day through TikTok, so take it with a grain of salt, but apparently he saw his daughter's Ken doll, like, laying face down in the dirt next to, like, a moldy lemon, and he was, like, texting Greta, and (laughs) he's, sorry, I'm, like, choking right now, um, he texted Greta, and he was like, no, I will be your Ken, his story must be told, (laughs) like and um there was a lot of again a lot of outrage over his casting people were tweeting I guess like hashtag not my Ken which again like you see that first picture of him where he's like got the shirt on and he's shirtless and he's got the Ken Calvin Klein-esque underwear band peeping out like yes he is giving Ken and um he is giving Ken yeah and you see him in a lot of interviews he's kind of reacting to the backlash he's like nobody cares about ken like it's all about barbie like you didn't care about ken before you don't care about ken now like get over it basically so just from like the clips i've seen from the movies and everything like the boys got kennergy he's bringing the kennergy so very excited to see him i think he's doing a great job there was
0: one tiktok interview with him and he's like the Kens are just kenning all over themselves. Yes. They're kenning on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> They're kenning themselves dry.
1: <laughs> um, then we have Michael Sarah as Alan. There's only one Alan. Um so that one's kind of interesting because he's Ken's best friend who can fit into every one of Ken's clothing. So seems a little fruity to me um so yeah big love time michael fruit. sarah big time fruit fruit um then we have will Farrell, he's the mattel ceo and it's giving big craggle vibes it is giving big craggle big craggle vibes um that is a lego movie reference because he literally plays like a ceo in that movie too um and then we have helen murren and she is the narrator and to me this almost seems like Even though she's, like, an older woman who's got, like, this very um, inviting voice and everything like that. Like, very good narrating voice. Like, it almost, to me, is, like, she's supposed to be the kid. Like, you playing with the dolls and you narrating the story out loud or whatever when you're playing. Um, Then we have Kate McKinnon, and she's playing the crazy Barbie. Like, she's supposed to be, like, if a toddler got a hold of it and, like, cut off all the hair and drew all over it. And I love Kate McKinnon. Big SNL girly over here. And she said that she really enjoyed, oh, also Helen Mirren, she did apparently film, like, one scene, but she's not sure if it ended up in the movie. Like, her physically being there, not just narrating. So we're not sure if she's actually in the movie, like, physically. Um, and Kate McKinnon, she said she really enjoyed the script and she liked how it dealt with gender roles. And she says that it's got a very powerful message. So that's what made her sign on. Bless you. Um bless you Thank and then you. we have miss Issa ray and she is playing president barbie and that's pretty powerful because she is a black woman so they said slay first president woman slay um we have miss america ferrera who is playing a human and then we have simu liu which I learned this recently. Apparently, my mom is like a huge fan of Simu Liu, so she will be very <laughs> excited to see him in the movie. Um, and he said, This is a quote from him. He was like, um, He signed on because it means you don't have to be blonde, white, or XYZ to be what it means to be Barbie or Ken. So, again, getting into that diversity. Um, we have Kensley Bin Adir, who's playing another Ken. We have Ritu Arya, which. Gabby you will recognize her from high society queen (laughs) and she was also on umbrella academy um we have miss alexandra ship who was in tick tick boom and also love simon and all that kind of stuff we have nicola coughlin who is giving us some plus size rep and she said that her teenage self would be so happy to see her playing a barbie and then we have miss emerald fennel who directed promising young woman and she's playing midge which i have to just shout this out real fast midge is a super super controversial controversial barbie um she was released in like the early 2000s and she was a pregnant barbie and people threw a fit because she didn't have a wedding band on they're like she's having a baby outside of marriage and i had that doll And I played with that doll very much. She was like my favorite. So very excited to see Midge. Um, Then we have Miss Sharon Rooney. And she said that you can do anything and be anything. Because Barbie is a woman who can literally do anything.
0: She Um, said, who do you want to be? B-A-R-B-I-E. Do you want to be a girl who's You know that one? I don't.
1: But go off. (laughs) um we have miss Dua Lipa who is a pop singer queen we love her and she's playing mermaid Barbie this is her first acting role so I'm very excited to see how she does um then we have miss Hari Neff who we were talking about last week with our Sam Levinson stuff and um she actually got the role because she wrote an open letter to Greta Gerwig um like online and she was talking about trans women and the association with the term doll and the importance of it mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's how she landed that role so I'm very cool. excited. yeah I'm very excited to see her um let me so there are a ton of people in this cast that are from sex education which is a show that I love so 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 much it's a very important show um very near and dear to my heart and so from that we have Miss Emma Mackey, Nkuti Gatwa, which I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong. And then we also do have Connor Swindles. So, like, three people from sex education are on this, which is so funny to me. Um, then we cause, have, they're um cause they're British. Cause they're British. We have Anna Cruz Kane, who is Supreme Court Justice Barbie, and she said this was kind of like power with a wink. Um... And then I did not know this, but John Cena in, is in this movie. Did you know that? Oh good, oh good. He's, he's playing Merman Ken. I love that. I am so
0: excited. I wonder if for he's that. gonna be Bing Chilling.
1: <gasps> Hi Farrah, what a silly girl. Is he gonna be
0: Bing Chilling? Oh, of course. Um,
1: <laughs> apparently, he got this role because he ran into Margot and like was talking to her about the movie, and he was like, "I will do anything to be in this movie."
0: And apparently he's stuck
1: by that. I love how that's
0: that's how most of the casting seems to be. It's like people just begging to be a part of the movie. Girl, I should have done it too. Maybe I would have gotten
1: the movie. Maybe. Um, And then we have um, Scott Evans. We have Ariana Greenblatt. Jamie Dimitri. So these last three people, I didn't know anything about them. But Jamie Demetrio, do you know what we know him from? No. He is the Buck Teeth Man from Fleabag. Oh god.
0: <laughs> that dude. Bruh.
1: Okay, you wanna do
0: Gloobin Glimer? So the Krappenheimer casting. <laughs> <laughs> um so again I couldn't find a lot. Um if anything I just found criticism about it. Obviously it's so there was white. a lot of yeah, a lot of criticism on the all white casting in comparison to Barbie. Oh dang, um, I didn't realize it was like all all white. I just thought it was majority. Dang. No. Well, it's it's pretty much all white. Maybe oh, like, Okay. Yeah, two mildly brown characters. Dang. Um but mostly all white cast. Um You know, I <laughs> I saw an article that was like talking about how there were a couple of tweets criticizing it. And how um, someone said that people they should investigate where this cast was on January sixth. <laughs> that killed me. That <laughs> killed me. But um, there's other criticism about the age gap between Florence Pugh and Killian Murphy. Mm. Um, the original is it characters Killian
1: or is it Cillian? It's
0: Killian Queen. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. The original characters had about a ten-year age gap, um, but Florence Pugh and Killian Murphy have a twenty-year age gap. Mm-hmm. So it's a little weird, especially because I've seen like canonically in the movie, or just
1: because they're like IRL canonically. Ages. They
0: they ha- like the original, um, the original people had a ten-year age gap, mm-hmm. like the original Oppenheimer and his Boothang. Um, But Flo and Killian have a 20-year age Oppenheimer. So people are kind of criticizing, especially because I've seen articles and news things about like a full nude sex scene and things like
1: that.
0: So people are just like...
1: That's so funny. I'm curious about this movie because this is supposed to be about an atomic bomb and they're getting down and dirty.
0: Well, apparently it was, like, his, like, psychiatrists or, like, therapists oh. of some sort. Yeah. Weird. Dang, he's a home wrecker too? I don't know. Um, home bomber, too? One th- interesting thing I will say about the cast is that they walked out of their UK premiere in light of the SGA strike. They did. Um, and I think a lot of movies right now are not promoting in honor of the strike so mm-hmm. well they they it's can't like a weird time to be in especially as like a film lover like do do we go and watch these movies to support them since they're already being made or are we just you know
1: well continuing? Uh, yeah. the thing is like absolutely go they're like go ahead and watch the stuff that's already out there because like they're at least getting residuals like yeah the writers, Like, especially, like, Netflix shows and everything like that. Like, they're getting residuals from this. If you still continue to watch new stuff that's coming out. But, um, yeah. It's very yeah, yeah. interesting. I, I, I will say the only thing I... Oh, Sorry, go ahead. I did hear rumors that they probably, like, offset the, um, strike by, like, two weeks. Just so that Barbie could get a little bit of press in there.
0: But I could be making that up. I think Barbie's got enough press. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just... The only um, thing I'm
1: sad about is the rest of the
0: looks that we could have seen, because they were incredible. True, true. true. Um, the last thing I'll say about the Oppenheimer casting, I found it, like... I was trying to find, like, Killian Murphy, like, responding to the... Criti- or, not Killian Murphy, but, like, Christopher Nolan responding to the criticism, and I couldn't find a lot. If anything, the most I found were, like, some film nerds being like... Well, it's a movie set in the fifties about a bunch of old scientists. Like there were no black people around, and it's like, sure, yeah, but it doesn't have to be like. You can find other ways to include people of color. Mm-hmm. Do you so want to shout that's us all. Awesome. It just felt like, just like a felt like a cop out to be like, oh well, it's set in this time, and it's like okay, there yeah. were still a lot of black people around doing things a- that. Like behind the scenes. Well, especially now because we have shows like Bridgerton and stuff like that,
1: where it's set in the past, but we're finding ways to include like a diverse cast and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, do you want to shout us out some people that are in this cast? Go um, ahead and give us your Mar-fi. favorite. Go ahead and Florence give us the Pugh, one. That you hate. My
0: favorite Josh Peck. There it is. I cannot take this movie seriously I because they start the trailer seriously. with freaking Josh Peck like come on. Yeah. Um but we've got Which I didn't I didn't so write nobody else down.
1: Um we got the boy who plays Huey on the boys.
0: Yep. Yep. It's
1: um what's her face? Emily Blunt? Girl, it's a star-studded cast. You didn't write down nobody. Yeah, but I
0: didn't I didn't write them down. So unless I go Google it right now and I don't go feel to like it. Go Letterboxed. I don't feel like it. I, I don't have letterbox on my iPad. Oh, okay. Ow. I think
1: i messed up my ankle because i i that hurt just what i just did um I, I, I. um I will not be able to take josh peck seriously at all this is me coming clean here i used to be a david dobrik watcher yeah and um he was in a ton of those videos, so I will not be able to take it seriously at all. I
0: think all. what I can't stand about Josh Peck is that his the way of his acting. I mean, I don't know how he will be in this movie, but the way of his acting. Yeah, I don't like, see him as, as a like child. a
1: serious actor.
0: Right, like he was funny, and then I feel like he still acts the way he does, back yeah. from 2007. So it's like I haven't seen him try and be a serious person ever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since he wanted to be... Like, if he continued acting instead of becoming, like, an influencer, maybe. But he's just... It's just awkward Yeah, it's weird. Did you find it, girl? Girl, I'm not looking it up. Okay, anyways. It's fine, move on.
1: Um, take us into the Barbie set.
0: All right, Barbie set. Another... I, I got a couple, two different um, articles. One of them was just like a I don't even know. And the other one, I I think I still have open. No, I don't actually. Whatever. Um, but yeah, Barbie set. A lot of pink, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of pink that was used actually caused a shortage of <laughs> fluorescent pink paint in the brand Roscoe um like their entire global like selection was just they used gone. up like literally all of the pink yeah all of it all of it yeah um the real life scenes were filmed in LA and Barbie land was built in London um production designer Sarah Greenwood and set director Katie Spencer kind of talked about like where they got a lot of inspiration from Um, the Barbie dream houses were inspired by Palm Springs Um, what I didn't know and it kind of makes sense because when you look at a Barbie inside of a Barbie dream house it's not like she's proportional to the actual things inside the house Mm -hmm. so they made the dream houses 23% smaller than human size so they have really low ceilings like there were a couple things that were just like smaller like you'll see i was watching what was i watching i was watching a tiktok i think about the evolution of the barbie dream house and oh um, yeah i you'll, saw that one you'll too. see her sitting on a couch and she like takes up half the seat and it's like how is that supposed to be a couch but then you'll see her with a hairbrush and it takes like her whole arm yeah (laughs) so it's like different things were like i would they were never ever proportional to the actual barbie size no i'd put my barbie to bed and like her feet would be hanging off the end of it (laughs) yeah yeah so um what else um there was a lot of inspiration on like old technicolor sound stages and Mm -hmm. what i found really funny is that even the white in barbie land is a light light pink like it's not white yeah everything is pink we will
1: have pink everything
0: yeah that's about all that i got from the barbie set i think it looks so fun i want to live there yeah
1: um i know i referenced it earlier absolutely go watch the architectural digest video because Mm -hmm. it really breaks it down and i i like have seen it three different times i'm obsessed with it um but, yeah, they, like, hand-painted the sets. It's incredible. Um, a lot of the Barbie mansions are inspired by, like, actual toy versions that mm-hmm. have been sold. So that was really cool that they, like, pulled even a ton have of... like, the
0: treehouse in there.
1: Yeah, they pulled a, like the historical site. Yeah, they yeah. Like pulled a ton of inspo. And I think it's funny... And I
0: like how a lot of them have, like, open... Well, all of them have, like, the open back. Like, the front will be closed off and then the back will be open like how you would play with a Barbie house. Mm-hmm. And even in the Ar- architectural digest video, Bar- Margot talks about like they wake up and they say hi to each other cuz their walls are just like not there.
1: Yeah, there's there's no need for privacy and there is no privacy in Barbie world. Yeah. Um, but I think it's funny that Ken is literally homeless. He has nowhere. <laughs> and it and it's funny cuz you can see it in like some of the clips. He's like Barbie, can I please stay with you tonight? And he's, like, crossing his <laughs> fingers. <laughs> and she's like, I guess. <laughs> so Ken's just, like, couch surfing the whole movie, I guess. Um, for Oppenheimer, I I did my darndest. I did my darndest for this research. And do you know what I have written down right here? Mm-hmm. Bro, I don't know, a bomb set? Because I couldn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. um from the trailers i don't know hold on my airpod fell out from the trailers like i don't know i saw a lake because albert einstein turned around and i saw like oh. you know the in, in indiana jones in the crystal skull when they have the um the fake atomic bomb like town and he has to hide in a fridge to survive yeah. it yeah i think they'll have one of those maybe there's, like, a, a scientist lab, so that's all I got. That's all this, we got. This is all I have. I'm glad to be so informational for you guys. Yeah. All right, let's well, get Well, how about the Barbie soundtrack? Soundtrack! Um, I have pre-ordered <laughs> the vinyl for this. It's, I got the Target exclusive version, so she should be shipping out very soon. I'm very excited. Which
0: color did you get? Because they had, like, four different colors i think it's like
1: the pink and white swirly one it's the target exclusive there's like eight different versions of this vinyl it's insane there's even a ken version too like ken the album yeah so this soundtrack is incredible just from like the um the singles that have been released so we've got pink by lizzo which has yet to be released We have "Dance the Night" by Dua Lipa, which has been like stuck in my head for forever now. It's very very catchy. Um, We have "Barbie World" by Nicki Minaj featuring Mm -hmm. Ice Spice, and I didn't realize it, but all like a Barbie. Yep, (laughs) like Jazzy Nicki. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Which I don't know why I was not expecting Nicki Minaj to be on the side on the soundtrack, but like.
0: She is Barb. Something she, that I keep telling. She is the Barbs. Something that I keep telling people is I'm like, I don't know how Greta Gerwig got Mattel to like agree to half of this. I know. Stuff. And, and you can you even see it in it. their interviews. Like, they're like, I think uh, America Ferrera was like, I'm surprised they let us like talk about half the things we do in this movie. Oh.
1: Well, yeah, yeah especially from that clip where Ken's like, can I come over tonight? And Barbie's like, and do what? And they're like... And he's like... They're like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do we Girlfriend do? Stuff. <laughs> 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 like, it's just like, innocently child stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Barbie World by Nicki Minaj featuring Ice Spice. And they actually got Aqua on there too, which I don't know if it was actually Aqua in the studio or if they just pulled like, a little sample from it. Because mm-hmm. they they could not get barbie girl on the soundtrack just because of like the legal history they've had with this the song like mattel and because mattel actually sued aqua over that song but they won Mm. because they said oh it's a parody so it falls under fair use um so yeah barbie world go watch the music video because it is so campy i love it they're like jet skiing through pink clouds (laughs) Sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> and I, I just love how much Ice Spice has blown up, and she's like getting all these amazing opportunities. Oh, I love absolutely. that for her. She's great. She's doing great. Um. Then we have "Speed Drive" by Miss Cholly X C X. Of course, she mm-hmm. had to be on this
0: soundtrack. Of, of course. course. And it, well, a it's lot of a people banger. are. A lot of people are hurt that the Barbie queen should be on the soundtrack marina and the diamonds oh for you know. sure she should be on the soundtrack yeah and then i don't know if you know the like charlie marina drama i don't apparently they used oh, to be like really oh, close yeah. friends um yeah. what was
1: it she said this fruit is familiar
0: it's whatever. giving fruit <laughs> yeah
1: because <laughs> <laughs> she said that charlie i like, copied her
0: vibe. i learned that pretty recently and i was like oh
1: i did too yeah that was interesting um then we have what whatati i'm so sorry how do you pronounce that by miss carol g what whatati
0: i think that's what it is i don't think okay i've never i think i've never heard that word i
1: i don't know because i i swear until i wrote this down for this um podcast i've been saying ytt in my head like i don't know my brain immediately
0: like taika
1: yeah my brain imme- immediately was just like yeah it's YTT, and then I wrote it down and was like that's the. but I have to say absolute banger this song has been on repeat for me it is so good <laughs> I love it it's very good um, then we have Man I Am by Sam Smith I haven't heard it yet then we have Journey to the Real World by Tame Impala I'm Just Ken by Ryan Gosling which is about to be my new Man or a Muppet because yep. it's incredible. Um, we have Hey Blondie by Dominic Fike. Didn't know he was going to be on this. We have <laughs> Home by Gabby's favorite band in the whole wide world. Heim.
0: <laughs> Do you see what they pulled up to, to the premiere? I did. God. Girl, this is the Barbie movie. What you
1: doing? Um, um, embarrassing. We have What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. Which is a sad classic. Sad billy Eilish Billie ballad. Song. um We have Forever and Again by The Kid Laroi, Silver Platter by Khalid, Angel by Pink Panthers. Which let me get my Irish clogging shoes on. For... I told Gabby my favorite part, and she did not know what I was talking about. I was like, "Yeah, my favorite part of the song is when they're like, oh, 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 oh." She was like, "What are you talking about?" So I had to bust that out for her. Um, Then we have Butterflies by Gail and Barbie Dreams by 5050 for featuring Kali. So needless to say, the soundtrack is star-studded, packed to the brim with all the faves. And it's going to be great. It really contributes. When I hear these songs, I'm like, yes, this is giving Barbie. It's giving Barbie movie. And I feel like it helps to cover the wide range of emotions that we're going to feel through the movie because we've got like really upbeat ones we've got kind of laid back chill vibes we've got dance numbers we got sad songs so
0: love it yeah um (laughs) i searched up oppenheimer's soundtrack and it's like all the songs that are in this movie and i was just trying to like actually find information about the score i guess i could try and find the actual songs but what I could find about the score was um, it was created by Ludwig Groansson. Groansson? Ludwig van Beethoven? No. (laughs) Um, Who also composed things like The Mandalorian. So Mm. I guess we can kind of expect the kind of energy he's going to bring to this. Um, But it's expected that the soundtrack will match, you know, the emotional subtlety of the of the fucking plot and transport us back to World War II times um that's about it, that's all I have (laughs) for for (laughs) Fortenheimer uh you wanna get into the Barbie marketing? I will so obviously if you have a phone and you're on any sort of social media you've seen some sort of Barbie marketing whether it's the, you know, uh, collaborations that she's doing with every freaking brand or some sort of ad for it. The marketing is insane. Um, this article by MovieWeb talks about how the marketing strategy deserves all the praise. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't get away from strategies. Barbie right now. No. Not for real. This is Barbie barbie's year this is the year of barbie Mm -hmm. um so yeah so it has used some creative ways um they have virtually transformed july into a pink month every single day social media is filled with photos videos promotions they had a whole tour if you didn't know they had a whole tour which is being paused right now uh for the strike
1: I don't but think pause. I think this thing is canceled.
0: Canceled, yeah. Well, that's what I meant by pause. Like they're not gonna continue it. Yeah. Uh, they had like, uh, they went to Korea. They went. They went. They were, they were everywhere. And I ooh, they went to Mexico, and I loved. Oh, they had, the mariachi! Like, mariachi band. come out. I love how they can like, intertwined the Barbie with whatever culture they were at. So so cool. Well, it just um,
1: goes to show like the global impact that she's had and that she can intertwine absolutely. into
0: any culture. But they even went as far as um making an Airbnb to rent that is a real life Malibu hot pink dream house. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna well, live it's, there. They it's have the a can take over right now. That is true. That is true. Um um so it's got like Ken's letters in the swimming pool and things like that. They've got amazing brand collaborations. Um you know, they've got OPI like nail polish which duh, like you have to have pink nails to go see Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um they have cosmetics. and mine right now, you see them. Yep, I do see them. They have Bay's suitcases, Gap clothing, Funboy Boy Pool Collection, Homesick Candles, Ruggable Rugs, Aldo Shoes, Forever 21 Clothes, Impala Rollerblades, so much more. Uh, they even have a uh, release of pink consoles and controllers along with, with Xbox, which, oh my god, I, I don't have an Xbox, my girlfriend has an Xbox, and I want to get this cute little dock station and controller uh, just just to mess with her. Yeah, where, <laughs> where's this for the PlayStation? Because it would be an instant purchase for me. I know. It would be. Um, they also have Forza Horizon 5 cars which are Barbie and Ken inspired. Um, and obviously collaboration with the soundtrack. So I think it's really cool because then people who are fans of these artists who might have not been interested in the Barbie movie in the first place will now go see the movie because their artist has made a song for the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously a lot of the looks and wardrobe uh, that Margot Robbie has been wearing right now, like for the premiere in LA, she wore that black gown with the freaking pink scarf. Uh, sorry, I'm choking. No, the Vivian it's Westwood one. Yeah.
1: That one, that one also I played. need in my closet right now.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, even like, even people who are not a part of the Barbie movie, like what's her face from, from Pretty Little Liars? Uh, oh, Shay Mitchell. Face? Yes. She had that little like, photo shoot where she's like dressed as Barbie and it's like everyone wants to be part of Barbie. Like mm-hmm. even people who are with the Barbie movie. It's
1: it's really cool. And we're uh, gonna have Madison beer coming out. Like actually I was supposed to be in the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh yeah, that's that's what I got. Uh so
1: marketing for Mr. Bobbin and Blindborough. It began in 2022, and I remember because there was, like, a teaser trailer in the movie theaters, and it was very, very Mm -hmm. brief. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, And and then, like, a timer. Yeah. They also had an online countdown to July 16th, which would have been the 78th anniversary of the first nuclear explosion. Which, Uh. can I point out a pet peeve very quickly? If you say nuclear... What is wrong with you? There is no extra you in there. It is nuclear. Yep. Please correct yourself right now. Because, whoa, that really gets under my skin. Um. Then we received the first trailer for the movie in May of 2023. And I love the joke that's like... They took the clips of people like reacting from Marvel movies. Where it's like... Some oh, yeah. cameo comes up and it was when Albert Einstein turns around <laughs> and they're like, whoa! <laughs> like and the Albert Einstein. Um, but yeah, there I can't find too much on the marketing. There's not like collabs with brands or anything, because like who wants to buy an Oppenheimer blender or whatever? Like, yeah. not I. Um, so I I haven't seen very much for Oppenheimer.
0: The only thing I've seen was that one, that one kid that got famous for being a PA on Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, Reese. Name? Reese. Yeah, he like he and Christopher Nolan did like a whole bunch of TikToks together for like yeah. a couple of days. That's the only thing I've really seen. Cause he was, were and I didn't about- even watch him. I was <gasps> like, girl, girl ring. Do you know who you
1: forgot to include in the cast list? Oh. Roderick for Roderick Rules oh yeah true cause they were talking <laughs> about that Christopher Nolan was like oh yeah Roderick Rules it's a masterpiece I was like
0: what that is <laughs> what, what are you doing watching Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies <laughs> were you the one that sent me that tiktok that was like imagine being in a movie about a man who like risks it all for his family and then being an Oppenheimer on top of that <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but I have to say, because the thing, Barbenheimer stems from the movies being released on the exact same date. And I really don't think that Oppenheimer would have a fraction of the hype for it if it wasn't tied to the Barbie Barbie movie? movie. Yeah. I really, really don't think that, I think that the whole Barbenheimer concept has really driven the sales and the interest Um, unless you're Matt Damon saying that it's the biggest story of the last hundred years which no because girl they didn't teach me that in history class I didn't learn nothing about it I didn't even know Albert Einstein existed in the 1950s I thought he was like an 1800s man (laughs) (laughs) same yeah so yeah um you wanna oh I guess it's me let's get into props i ooh, the props i'm obsessed with them so again go watch the architectural digest video apparently greta gerwig she really wanted like every prop and set to just look beautiful and toy like she wanted the audience to be like oh my god i just want to like pick that up and play with it right now like take it straight out of the movie um So many of these were handmade, obviously. Like, where am I going to go buy a giant Barbie toothbrush from? Um, And they, as we've said with, like, the set and the costuming and everything, everything's got, like, major, major inspiration from the 50s and the 60s. And, like I said, everything was, like, well, actually, majority was handmade, and they were often made in, like, a miniature form that goes for the set as well. They have, like, an entire mini- barbie world before they designed the set so everything was made from like miniatures so like i mentioned we've got the toothbrushes which are just giant plastic toothbrushes that they pretend we've got the big giant hairbrush and we've got the fake pool that she slides down into every morning um we've got a fully functioning like car that she could drive around And there, there's so many other props. Like, of course, like the shoes. We got Birkenstocks. Lol. Like, just (laughs) oh, the food that was really interesting. So there's like sticker decals in the kitchen. Like you open the fridge and it's like fake. But then there's also like functional little plastic toy, like jars of peanut butter or whatever. Yeah. There's just
0: very dollhouse.
1: Yeah, there's so much detail that
0: went into it. I'm obsessed. In well, uh, my research... What's that for, bomb movie got? In my research for the bomb movie, I found mainly just, you know, talking about how Christopher Nolan didn't want to use CGI to recreate the atomic blast. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he did not, you know, set off an actual nuclear bomb, <laughs> surprisingly. Um, he did not. Um, kind of talks about how... Uh what am I saying? Bah, 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 bah. they did they did have some special effects, but they didn't want it to be like complete obviously they had to like amp it up. Mm-hmm. Um but Nolan described how he finds CGA rarely is able to grab you. Yeah. Um it tends to feel safe, even if it's impressive and beautiful. It ma- it's difficult to make you feel danger. And we were presenting the ultimate danger. We needed it to feel threatening, nasty, and frightening for, uh, to the audience. So, the actual first atomic explosion was called the Trinity Test. Um, and oh. so, they wanted to make it as big as they possibly could, but reduce it In scale so that it's manageable and that you can get a camera close enough to do it um, without you know obviously causing harm to your cast and crew Um, as for the pyrotechnics the intense blaze was mostly a combination of gasoline and propane uh, because you get so much bang for your buck said um, Fisher um, who was the Scott R. Fisher, who was the special effects supervisor. And uh, aluminum powder and magnesium were added to kind of create a blinding flash uh, that accompanies a nuclear blast. Um, and that's that's pretty much the only important prop, essentially, from that I could see from, or that I have found from from this movie obviously it's like the point of the film so they, they definitely put a lot of, of work into creating this kind of big boom without making you know they had a lot of layers to it yeah like onions and ogres like an onion yes
1: so that was our little comparison of the two movies um. there you have it y'all obviously we're ecstatic extremely excited to go see the barbie movie yes so we will be reporting back when we see that so let's get into some questions we got about a million and two this week so that was nice
0: um y'all heard the complaints (sighs) sorry
1: um bestie max wants to know what were your initial theories before going into barbie and did it meet any expectations can't really answer it yet but we can i guess my theory is she's gay oh you know what i'm gonna follow that too yeah my theory is that ken is homeless and barbie is gay and um yeah that's about it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um that is um, all, <laughs> and that uh will will Farrell is
1: Craggle, yeah, will Ferrell is Craggle, um bestie Thomas wants to know if you were a Barbie, what would the outfit and job be?
0: mm, I would be Barbie Slake Queen and I would oh. have <laughs> oh, that's such Yo, a good job. you know would be not for real like Barbie, Queen of Hearts but like make it like really campy, cunty sleigh. what's the job? Yeah. being slay queen come on oh. oh of course, my bad, apologies cutting off people's heads I would want to be Barbie heads will all
1: I would want to be Barbie medical examiner Um that <laughs> so you don't, don't have to have... go through the school yeah and she would have a pink lab coat and Mm -hmm. um like a A glittery glittery bone saw yeah that'd be cool um (laughs) bestie thomas wants to know if you did you make your barbies gay if you had them um so i only had barbies i never had a ken or any kind of boy barbie um so yeah
0: I never made any of my Barbies like kiss or anything. My brother and I, what we did do is marry our littlest pet shops. That was separate. So the thing about me is
1: that I didn't play like, oh, I'm going to bed, getting ready for work, blah blah blah. I would play natural disaster, like a natural (laughs) disaster is happening and you need to evacuate to the basement and stock up on food. We should have
0: been worried about your mental illness from day one.
1: yeah i would i would be like oh no you killed her or something or they'd get in fights and stuff like that like i did not play like i did not play like house i was out there making stories (laughs) um if you were reincarnated this is also bestie thomas if you were reincarnated as a barbie chucky style what would your first crime be um kill donald trump Please don't put me on a watch list.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um... Um... I would use my Barbie privileges to get me inside of the Vivian Westwood archive and I would steal it all. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'd go kill Donald Trump. (laughs) Um...
1: Bessie Thomas said, "What would you wear to the Barbie premiere? Wear as in W-E-R-E. Oh,
0: <laughs> I think it was supposed to be wear. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, I still haven't made my shirt. I might just like cut like cut it like last minute, but I think I said it last week. Is uh, oh, what would I wear to like the premiere premiere? Uh huh. Yo. Definitely you know me. Definitely some old vintage Vivian Westwood corset of some sort. Um bodice kind of thing with like plaid skirt. My thing is like a lot of the the premiere outfits were kind of disappointing and I'm like, Y'all have so much to work with. Like pick I any know. doll and recreate it. I What's know. her face from the chicken from the chicken interview Robot show? Robot chicken? Oh. No,
1: no, no. Hot chicken... The chicken shop show? Chicken shop date. Yeah, like, she's slayed. What's her name?
0: Even Brittany, uh,
1: Brittany Broski.
0: She's slayed. She I did didn't Cowboy see Broski. Um, What? Amelia... Amelia... How the hell do you say her last name? I don't know. She's just chicken shop date girl to me. Dimmeldenberg, Dimmeldenberg. She's slayed. She, she's an interviewer, so she dressed as... Barbie. Reporter Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. Slade. Absolutely slade. slade.
1: Like, this is the one premiere where you can just have fun and dress up and be campy, and it's fitting. Yeah. Like, you, you can do
0: whatever you want. And then all um, the men, all they're doing is wearing pink suits. Come on, step it up. Step it up. Step um, it up. For me, I think I would
1: want to be, like, I would do, like, 60s mod-inspired like something with that like big big hair big bow cute mod makeup cute. would love that um bestie thomas said if you had to get a barbie themed tattoo what would it be bibble mm. bibble what do you do i'd what get do? baby chrissy <laughs> not baby <laughs> chrissy you have to get her with the babysitting certificate as well exactly
0: yeah Yeah.
1: that is the best barbie game ever
0: it is
1: (laughs) (laughs) um bibble remember he ate those berries and he was like and then he was like hey little mama how are you doing today (laughs) um this is from bestie nicole she said fave barbie look from what I've seen from the movie so far, I have to go Cowboy Barbie. Oh, absolutely. That one
0: goes yeah, crazy that hard. Rollerblades. Yeah. Or which that one. Um, so fun. That one photo shoot that she did. All of them. I can't even choose. All of them,
1: yeah. Um. Bestie Nicole said If you could be a Barbie, which one would you be? Like President, Lawyer, to Night. We've already answered that. Um and then she also said, How would you turn Barbie movie into a video game?
0: Ooh. Mmm. I'd have to like go back to like old school Barbie computer game. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like something like that. Because um, I feel like the way that Bratz tried to make their game like free roam it was just like not it Mm -hmm. or I would I would go I would go the free roam world route and make it almost like the build a bear free world game that shit was fun yeah where you had to like yeah or go even crazier and go Barbie Call of Duty GTA like (laughs) make it like (laughs) insane Barbie GTA would go hard or even like something funny like a Barbie racing game would be Mm -hmm. really cool and you get like to pimp out your pink car
1: um the only like Barbie video game like not computer game but like video game that I have experience with is from my cousin Kat her DS she had Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses and it was like like impossible to play first of all the controls just we're not giving, we're not helping we're not doing um, so I would probably do like that kind of thing where you have to like, it's like a platforming game so you have to like run through and there's like a little bit of story a little bit of um, whatchamodoodle all that jazz so something like that jumping around and escaping Barbie world Um, she also asks, fave song from the soundtrack.
0: I think right now it's, it's the Nicki Minaj, um, I Spice one.
1: Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, Watati by Miss Carol G, and then also Barbie World, because those just smack. And then, (laughs) Gabby has not seen this, Nicole. You will be so disappointed she said not question but just honorable mention to the most popular girls in school i gabby we're gonna watch this because it is incredible it's a youtube series where it's a bunch of (laughs) ashley kachadorian (laughs) you were supposed to be watching the door like it's so bad it's incredibly inappropriate um me calvin and kat watched this all when i was like in sixth grade on youtube had no business watching it it's so bad um it's just a bunch of barbies in high school and so funny i love it we're gonna watch it um what was and then nicole asked what are y'all's barbie fits mine is gonna be entirely thrifted um Nicole you're actually with us when we went to the Georgetown flea I bought pink shorts and then also thrifted like a year ago and I never wore it is like this Hawaiian inspired purple and pink like little tank toppy top and then I'll probably wear those wedges that I busted my ass in
0: I'll have to see because like I feel like I would wear my heels if we weren't going to gallery place yeah (laughs) at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah um so I don't know what shoes I'm fully planning on wearing. Um, but definitely going to Cuz you
1: know we're going to be the only bitches dressed up. Look, I mean at I'm sure other people place. will also
0: dress up, but like I don't want to be in the middle of Chinatown in heels. So sorry. I'll yeah, twist especially my ankle on those, those
1: sidewalks. Yeah, and they were like wobbly and stuff like that. Yeah. Not safe. Um and then Bestie Nicole said cast all the besties as characters from the Barbie movie.
0: Um, I think Thomas would be Midge. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas would be Midge. Um, I think Chloe, obviously as the as the token white girl, you'd be Barbie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I take that as a huge compliment. Of course, and then Nicole. Nicole would be President Barbie for sure Out of all of us, President Barbie Yeah And then I feel like I would be I'd be Ken <laughs> The homeless one <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I'm gonna say Thomas would be the Kate McKinnon Barbie True, you're right And then um, I, th- I would say you would be Mermaid Barbie Nicole, I'm going to say Supreme Court Justice Barbie. And then for myself, I'll say I want to be John Cena. Oh, okay. Mer- Merman Ken.
0: Um oh, so we're, and we're together.
1: Ooh. Well, we don't know if they're together in this movie. They could just be mermaids. Um bestie nicole also said do you think oppenheimer is canon in the barbie universe or other major world
0: events Um, i think oppenheimer is canon in the crap inverse (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say
1: yeah because like just think about it like they not to get deep right now but like therapists child therapists they use like toys in their therapy and stuff like that so like playing can be a way to like live through these historical events so like if a kid was processing 9-11 or something major like that they might incorporate that in their play like because it's just a way to experience that and work through those feelings you have surrounding these events true so i'm gonna say yeah and then lastly bestie calvin said would you want to try a bubblegum barbie themed mountain dew or a spicy bomb themed one obviously obviously now first of all when i read this question i thought that these were real and i got really excited um but <laughs> i want the bubblegum one obviously
0: yeah.
1: Me because too. they have like hot cheeto mountain dew Who is drinking that that is foul no. that is nasty no.
0: um what have you been watching lately bestie Um, I watched The Shape of Water for the first time. I love that movie. I also watched Ma for the first time.
1: Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone.
0: Sam and I played through this uh, game called Grim Fandango in like two days. And she's also been trying to get me to play like Fallout and things like that, but it's really hard to like play a game that that like you're person you're playing with like knows everything about because I'm like just trying to like slowly learn like what things are and she's like oh you gotta do this and this and this and I'm like oh oh, oh. <laughs> um and then yesterday I downloaded uh Roblox for the first time ever <gasps> Gabby
1: we have to play fashion famous
0: what have you been watching bestie <laughs>
1: can i get into fashion famous real fast
0: no no
1: please girl we we need to wrap it
0: up i gotta get ready for work let's go
1: Uh oh so yeah obviously i'm working i put in like 20 hours of overtime this week so like the girl is exhausted um which did not help that i was at a beyonce concert last night when i got back to my room gabby i had a migraine like i was in pain I i was in pain last night And also, like, messed up my knee and everything. I, like, had to drag myself into the shower. Um, But anyways, I watched Wild Things, um, which was just insane because it had plot twist after plot twist after plot twist. It would be like, she's dead, and it would be like, actually, no, she's not. Or he's dead. No, actually, he's not. And they're working together, and oh, they killed her, but actually they didn't like just I was like oh my god it was somebody in the letterbox reviews said that this was the "Mm, what you say SNL skit of movies you know that skit no are
0: you serious don't worry about it move on
1: um anyways then I watched you're next on the plane which is a horror movie that was it was pretty decent I have to say and then I watched can't hardly wait and it's got Carlisle, Carlisle from Twilight in it. Mm. Obviously, I watched Always Sunny. I sent a very long voice memo to Gabby, who absolutely did not understand anything I was talking about. But if, if you're a Mac Dennis girly, um, next week is the season finale. And let's just say, if I hear, do you, want, do you need a tissue i'm gonna actually scream and cry and piss my pants and throw up and poop my pants at the same time um yeah um i did read one book this week what did i read can you tell me no
0: i don't fucking know
1: (laughs) she's not even paying attention to me um it was called like little secrets or something like that it was extremely extremely juicy so that's about all i've had time for
0: this week um, some songs let's see let's do Rookie by Red Velvet let's do Hearing Damage, Tom York I'm mm. a Slave for You, Britney Spears Paralyzer by Finger Eleven and Disco Tits by
1: Tuvelo. Tuvelo. Um. so l- let's just have a moment for Rush by Troy Savon. Let's yeah, have a moment. Have you seen the music video yet? I've seen clips of it. Please go watch the entire thing, Gabby. I'm obsessed with the choreography. It is so good. Mm-hmm. I I've seen the music video a couple times now. Like it, uh, I'm like, ew. It's just like magnetizing. It's so good. I love it. Um, let's do "Identity" by X-Ray Specs. "What's in the Middle" by The Bird and the Bee. "Dead Injustice" by The Runaways. Um, People Disappear Here by Halsey, and, um, let's do Cool Girl by Tuve Lu.
0: All right, y'all. Follow the pod pod on Haters Film Club on Instagram. Follow me at Curly Femme on Instagram and Letterboxd.
1: Oh, follow me on Instagram at letterbox.clo underscore our Mercier. And, yeah. I'll see
0: you next week. See you next week now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.